The stranger. Andrew Strauss. Andrew Lewis. Lewis, dude. Peters. Alex. There's a lot Puchel. of very basic white men names in this they race. They all look like the little play very school figures that you like. Yes. Just like I just see them like the curve in their hair. They're like names that it's I spicy see. names. Yeah, these motherfuckers get keychains at the store. Yeah, we didn't get keychains. I know keychain. keychains. Matthew might have. Oh yeah. Rebecca definitely got a fucking keychain. I had my choice of keychain or license plate. Must be nice. <laughs> wow, Matt. Yeah. Back to the activist class. Thank you for coming back. I'm here with my fellow Twitter activists. What yes. do you guys think about Twitter activists? Somebody called me that the other day, and I was like, "That's a diss." I was like, "I've no been thing. on the street." Whose streets? It's absolutely a contradiction. our streets. Like there it is. Activism implies some sort of action. action. <laughs> yeah, and like being Shout at all context clues. And like I don't know. Eli Sanders called me the Twitterati the other day on KUOW. What is a Twitterati? I don't know. I don't know. Like Illuminati. He was in the midst, like middle of misquoting me, and then like yeah. So what is the science and what happened? Signs. Signs. I said signs. I said signs. Can you explain Science Gate real quick? Because I was confused. The whole trailer fiasco happened, and then the the dude from the Seattle Times called me and was like, "Do you regret?" Posting it, and I was like, no, like all the reasonable signs like pointed to posting what the trailer, yeah, the picture of the trailer, and being like, this is clearly like Dory and Ari Munson or Ari Hoffman's like doing. But then the Seattle Times misquoted me, and I said, all the reasonable signs pointed to it being Ari and Dory's doing. They quoted me as saying, all the reasonable science. And so, oh like, my God. Oh, yeah. do you regret anything? Just that that family had their like life yeah. un- upended, for sure. Um, but I wouldn't have like done anything differently. Oh, uh, like, I under facts. I understand what now. Okay, I get it now. So, okay, okay, I get it. I I genuinely was asking. Cause I, I I to be honest, I jumped in the trailer thing a little late, so I was kind of mm. confused. I started reading. It was low key very confusing. Dumbest fucking story on the planet. But it's so Seattle. Absolutely. Yeah. And like I fully admit to ha- like do like throwing my fucking idiocy in the fucking ring. Okay, so like it was in front of Lisa's house. Yes. And and it yeah, was let's get two the facts. hours. Let's get the facts. Two hours after Dory published a story. Uh, that Ari had this idea to buy trailers or RVs at auction um, and then go and tow them in front of the city council's house. So this trailer shows up. It has brand new plates, brand new tabs. It was like very clearly just bought. That's also a trailer. Song. The trailer. Yeah. Yeah. It was a fresh trailer. It was an old trailer filled with trash, but the plates and the tabs were new. So all okay. reasonable signs pointed to it have Yo, okay, been bought okay, at so auction by somebody who had listened to Dory's show earlier in the day, or had listened or had like read his. Yeah, shit. what are the fucking odds? It's mostly that. Yeah, what are it's the odds? It's literally a series of unfortunate events. 
It absolutely is. Anybody? Anybody? But also... Okay, what did you say though? You said, "Hey, look at." I said, "I said something like, holy shit!" Like Ari went and so you broke did that. It. Sure. Well, sure. Somebody sent you the picture. Yeah. You broke the tweet. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I figured it was just somebody that listened to Dory's show. Was like, "I'm doing it." You know, like I'm gonna yeah. be a hero. Um, but no. Then the fo- the next day, I was at the playground with my kids at like six thirty, and I got a call from the guy from the Seattle times who had like mm. broke the story. Cause like he reads my tweets and decided to break this story, which is like, he didn't check it. I mean, he like checked it, but like he like kind of checked it. And then he called Dory for comment. And then Dory was like, Holy shit, it's going down. And so Dory actually was like the first, like, you know, real media outlet that wasn't like a Twitter thing um that put it out there followed shortly by the seattle times publishing a story being like now it's a thing um so dory got the scoop because he was getting being questioned of his own participation in the supposed plant of the rv in front of a council member's house and then he jumped on his own platform to rush the story yes. before the Times could do their own due diligence because they are a newspaper and you are an advocate activist on Twitter. Yes. And so Dory broke the premature story that the Times was trying to take some time yeah. to do more info on. Punny. Yes. And it just started a domino and, effect. Yes. And then Cairo showed up with the reporter who oh, decided yeah. oh, that she God. was going to break into the trailer. I don't know if he broke in. Either way, she I know which in. reporter that is, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neither she do went, I. She went in. She filmed the shit. She put it on the internet. Oh, she's the one that started touching all that shit. She went in yeah, the trailer? she went in with, like, gloves and was, like, picking shit up and was, like... How did she get in? Was it locked? It's unclear. I don't know. Either way, Fuck. she broke several laws. Deleted, like, deleted just, like... Five days worth of tweets was just like, boop. Holy shit! Like, like, I haven't tweeted since the third. Like, did you take did, screenshots? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. did oh, you take fuck. any accountability? No, I think I'm sure Cairo Legal was like, yeah. if this blows over, yeah, exactly. You maybe still have a job here, but like, this is probably not going to blow over, and it's probably not like. So she lost her job. No, she didn't. But like, if this, if the owner of the trailer decides to sue or like press criminal charges, like. She's gonna lose her job, yeah. and rightfully so. Yeah, that's like super. Yeah, that's really yeah, fucked up. Really and then bad, reported yeah. back to Dory like, "This is exactly the kind of trailer you would leave if you were like sending a message." And then like Dory's supporters showed up, and one of them like tagged yeah. Dory for governor like on the side of this trailer. And then I guess what happened? This is, is so at, like, wild. It's fucking crazy. Is this a simulation? Totally is someone testing else. us? It's crazy. But at five o'clock the next day, like after this person had tagged with shit like four hours later this like young couple <laughs> comes back to their trailer and they come back and they're like because it's all circumstantial it is yeah like, that's, that's why it's wild yeah it's all just fucking circumstantial and it's so like in a bubble that like yeah like yeah. those folks had no like yeah not even just like i didn't know this was happening but like if they had to- explained the story they would be like i don't know who any of those people are or like why 
any of this matters. Literally a <laughs> like, plot from like Parks and Rec. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Absolute yes. right wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Who has the rights to the story? First of all, first of all, right? Yeah. The reporter did Disney? some illegal shit. For sure. And the people who tagged the RV tagged someone's house. And they did it on camera. And then Dory's show tweeted it with the caption, this is great. Or like, that's great. Yeah. Like crazy shit. So who? And then the next day they're like, this is Speck's fault. And I was like, bruh, like that's your name on the fucking shit. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that's insane. Crazy. And And then he had her on the show. Didn't apologize, laughed at her, and then was like, I didn't have anything to do with this, but I'm going to give you a cool $100 from my own personal money clip. And he took out his thing, and he threw $100 Threw it. And goes, there's a Hunsky for you. <laughs> and then she left with her baby and her like husband or boyfriend or whatever, partner, and they took a commercial break and he came back and started talking about how she was irresponsible for having children. It's fucking crazy. Okay. How and then this not two hours later, they're like, this worse. is all Specs' fault. <laughs> I was like, you're actual monsters. <laughs> they're, they're literally proving your point. Yeah. And like then every single step Reddit of the way. Reddit was filled with these conspiracy theories that were like, Specs set this up like so that he would look like People give you so much and, credit. And we would Which look like... Reddit? Like the like... Seattle, Washington. Like. Wow, or Seattle? Yeah, wow. yeah. Are people still talking about it? I don't. I don't go on Reddit. People just like send me this shit. But there's like a so lot of like folks a who are like, yeah. who are like, fuck, I do. Shit, I've tried so hard. Uh, yeah, you kind of uh, do, dude. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a moderator. Not just a redditor, a moderator. But we need you. But we need you on the inside. There you go. We need Take, to look I'm like I'm taking what? it down. Don't blow my cover. Um, Holy shit. But yeah, so they like tell on themselves because they're like, he's doing this to make himself look good and make us look like we're the villains. And I'm like, mm, you're just the villains. <laughs> like, okay, so I actually look like a fucking dumbass in all this. Exactly. You guys look like the fucking villains. Assholes. <laughs> okay, but honestly, I, I know I know I sound a little biased, but Ari announced his plan of action and 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 announced it. Over the course of a week, and the first time he did, he was like, "I'm a man of my word. Hi, like, hi, yeah, you hi, know, I'm hi, gonna hi, do hi, it. Hi. I, I'm, I'm being, I'm being dead ass when I say when I heard Ari announce it. Yeah, I know he's a, a dude full of shit. I believed he was gonna do something, or yeah. his supporters were. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he literally seen wrote this it shit out before. step by step. He was like, "These are the things I'm gonna yeah. do." Yeah. Like. Yeah, and, no, and I I texted you too CC that everybody. night, and I said this sounds like a terroristic threat. Absolutely, you remember that, right? Because he was going to have the three percenters like yeah, walk the ground. Yeah, I was like, fuck with, that. Yeah. We're so all, we're all post 11 9 11 kids. We know this shit. Yeah, like the next yeah. the, the, we know the, the it next day when if a trailer shows up in front of a council. No, it wasn't house, the next day. It was two hours after, and and Dory in his shit like gave a literal like. Here's what you do. You buy the shit at auction. You tow it to their house. You like leave it as a billboard. Like, and then he was like, if anybody wants to do that, like I will throw in a Hunsky. I don't understand. And I get it. You know what? And this is why maybe I can never get a job at a newspaper. But in my opinion, if Ari does all of that preparation, fear mongering bullshit, Dory more monsoon. Yeah. Munson. 
Midori Monsoon <laughs> goes on his fucking show and lays out how to do it. Then two hours later, a trailer shows in front of city council's house as an activist. I'm putting that shit out there. Absolutely. And you know whose job it is? A fucking news He's, reporter. Absolutely. Yeah. Or I don't know, some fucking detectives. Abolish police, but some fucking detectives. Like, like, go, that's, what the fuck? You did not do anything wrong. I'm sorry. I mean, I was, I was wrong. I don't, I like strongly believe I did nothing wrong and I regret nothing and I would do it all again given the facts, but I was wrong. Like, the thing I said was blatantly incorrect. Yes. Um, Fuck Dory Monsoon. Yeah, 100%. This is episode two. We're talking about Seattle City Council elections. This one in particular, we left off, I think, after District 3. Mm-hmm. Finished talking about uh, Shama Sawant and her battle against Egan Orion. Talked about Tammy Morales facing the People's Cop Mark Solomon. And talked about Lisa Herbold facing... Phil Tabble. Phil Tabble. Phil, 12 businesses down the tubes, Tabble. Phil, um, for some reason, I know his whole driving record, Tabble. Yeah, not else? a good, not a good. That's driver. also why I can't Just run for office. <gasps> so with let's say District One, Two, and Three, there's a somewhat probable chance that it could be Lisa Tamishama. Yes, and that's three generally progressive candidates. Yep. Yes, you combo that with Teresa Mosqueda, mm-hmm. who is considered a progressive by many, mm-hmm. and also had a baby. Who had a baby? Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. Um, and Lorena Gonzalez, who um, I think is a little more moderate than that mm-hmm. at best, mm-hmm. but I think falls under the Lisa Herbold camp of will probably vote more in the people's favor mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. more progressive electeds on council. Yep. Yeah. So that's potentially five, mm-hmm. which is all we need. That's potentially five. So if That's all fair. five yeah. get in those seats, as we predict. Mm-hmm. And those are all women, yeah? And women. those are all women. Yep. And they're all except one woman of color. <laughs> but it's okay because Lisa Herbold has a nose ring. So th- that's like five potentially progressive elected officials. However. Then we get to the Great White North. Then we get to the north end. <laughs> um, and also, like, there are five... White you walkers. Know, on paper, there are five progressives mm-hmm. that you would think would always vote on the left of issues put in front of them. But we have seen individuals on that council's voting records in the past, and we have been surprised before. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's safe to say we need more than five. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, we don't have a guaranteed five for whatever vote we need, right? We have already two that mm-hmm. are a little unsure on. Mm-hmm. Well, right. And, and best case scenarios for districts five, six, and seven are on the right of anything we have in the first five we named. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario for five is Deborah Juarez. Mm-hmm. Best case for District Six is Dan Strauss. Mm-hmm. And best case for District Seven is Andrew Lewis. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. 
Not by did much. You, did you go by, did you say District 4? I'll get to District 4. That's the oh, yeah. wild card. Yeah. <laughs> that's the wild card. And that's the thing. We need District 4 is the only remaining race that we haven't touched that can really change the yeah. dynamic yeah. of mm-hmm. what city council and the city looks like. Mm-hmm. Let's just say a scenario where it's Lorena, Teresa, Lisa, Tammy, Shama, Alex Peterson, Dan, Andrew, and Deborah. You have Alex Peterson, who is not a safe Seattle candidate. He's a corporate establishment, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like big money, real threat candidate. Mm -hmm. You know, like. Ari Hoffman can get drowned out if he weaseled yeah. his way on council. But, like, Alex next to Andrew, who then is next to Dan, who then is next to Deborah, mm-hmm. and then you start getting, then Lorena starts getting confused. Mm-hmm. That's suddenly five the other way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's a good point. I feel like that's the same setup we have now, though. That's true. Right. And we've seen our wins and losses over the past four years. But. We're not factoring in the wild card. So Alex and Pe- Tammy's a big deal. Tammy, Tammy is a big Bruce deal. That's one less Bruce Harrell. Tammy yeah. over Bruce is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Everything else is kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Is Alex more on the right than Rob Johnson was? Oh like yeah, more bought and paid for than Rob Johnson was, who was still pretty bought and paid for, but like. He is the ideal prototype. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they keep trying to pin that on Egan Orion, I feel like, too. But he's just like They're too trying much of to a force it so to like, hard. Like, he's like, just like, I don't know. Man. <laughs> I think Alex Peterson is way worse than Rob Johnson. Yes. I agree. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Way worse. And mm-hmm. I think that gap. He's worse for housing, yo. That yeah. That gap is fuck. pretty similar to the gap between Tammy and Bruce. All I'm mm-hmm. saying is that D4 mm-hmm. matters a lot. Mm-hmm. D4 matters a lot. Mm-hmm. So if you were in D4, who would you be voting for? Oh, easily Sean Scott. But m- but my point is, I don't think that's a secret. I think we're all going for Sean Scott. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We just literally said Alex Peterson is one of the worst candidates. <laughs> <we've ever seen. laughs> I, I think what goes down in D4 is going to determine whether or not we have a future head tax what it looks like i think it's going to determine what happens with the sweeps and and that's the thing like if sean doesn't win i think we can push progressive policies but if sean doesn't win that's also going to factor in on how progressive these policies look does that make sense Mm -hmm. like it's the difference between a barely passing hella watered down head tax Mm -hmm. and a Mm -hmm. holy shit we're taxing these motherfuckers Mm -hmm. and it's the real deal exactly Mm -hmm. and he's one person and uh, other people on the council matters and i'm not saying like shama's been doing this work a long time Teresa's great on issues like that's not my point my point is that seat is really like alex is gonna drag that council right Mm-hmm. As hard yeah, as he he's can. gonna be constantly talking about uh, you know the the whistleblower words, not whistleblower, dog whistle, dog whistle the other whistle, 
uh, you know, accountability, um, common sense, you know, all these mm -hmm. words that just mean like more process, less teeth, all symbolic votes, mm -hmm. essentially. District four, so Sean Scott versus next. Alex Peterson. Yep. Interesting story. Um, I, I, I saw on Twitter this morning. This is now Monday the 14th. There was a police forum mm -hmm. hosted by Spog, the, the police guild. Mm -hmm. And I saw a tweet this morning by Brandy Cruz of Q13. Mm -hmm. Giving credit to Sean Scott on showing up and bashing Alex for not. Mm -hmm. And can you tell me more about what the tweet said? I actually don't think her tweet mentioned Alex. I think a few of the retweets mentioned Alex. Um, but she was basically just giving credit for... He was... The fact that he is explicitly an abolitionist, but was still willing to, like, show up to this meeting. Right. She's like, she's like, oh, like, he stood his ground. He's clearly an abolitionist. Doesn't fuck with police, but showed up and fielded the questions. And... Yeah. I respect that. I think Kelsey Hamlin tweeted out a response Sean had to a question about what would you do if there was a shooter in your district? Would you call the police? And Sean's response was a zinger. Mm -hmm. He said something along the line, I'm paraphrasing, that can you clarify who the shooter is? Is it a p officer or is it mm -hmm. someone else? Mm -hmm. Which... On Twitter, at least, because I wasn't there, was responded by a lot of hisses and boos by the crowd. Mm -hmm. um, but his attendance was controversial, not only on the right, but also on the left. Because mm -hmm. other um, campaigners, specifically Tammy Morales and Shama Sawant, decided to boycott. Mm -hmm. And I think other people didn't show up. I think we need to check. Alex did not show up. Alex did not show up. But I don't think it was a principal thing. I think it was just he's gotten very used to not showing up. And so probably doesn't even look at his calendar it's anymore. It's a wild strategy. Did you agree with it? With him showing up there? I'm not sure how I sway because it's... Or like, not right now. How like When you heard that he was going to go, were you like, I get that? Or were you like... No. Okay, but before we even get it, I feel like we can't just be like, it's just a spog for him. Because I feel like there's one thing to be said about it just being a spog forum, but then for it to be a spog forum that's closed doors, invite only, and they go out of their way to invite Speak Out Seattle is a very different situation. Safe Seattle. Safe yeah. Seattle. Mm -hmm. Like the fact that they, you know, if it's a, a closed setting space mm -hmm. and they went out of their way to fill it with that group, which has been so controversial and has been just saying the most wild shit. Um, that sets up an unsafe space for women of color. And the two people that didn't, you know, show up are women of color. Granted, they did that off of value, but like, you know, Tammy was going to have, <coughs> excuse me, Tammy was going to have Nikita, you know, debate in her place because it was Yom, Yom Kippur. Mm -hmm. And I think that like, Sure, there, there is space to, like, have the discourse, and that is necessary, but that's not what that was. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to kid ourselves and say that that's what that was going to be. So Tammy was going to debate if it wasn't. If it was just a Spock forum, yeah. 
I think her campaign was going to participate. So the problem with with that <coughs> for her, and again, I I, mm-hmm. I know I'm asking you, I'm not asking Tammy, is that it was on Yom Kippur, mm-hmm. and um, but you can have Safe Seattle was invited. You can have a proxy, like that's that's fine. Like peop- campaigns have done that before. But it was that specific move where it's like, then people started learning more and more like, oh, it's not an open forum. It's closed door. And like this right. group is able, they're getting invited to take up those seats. Mm-hmm. That's a setup, bro. I, yeah, I, that's I, a I setup. Agree. Yeah, I, I see that now. I agree. It, it's definitely not a safe environment. And I, I think it's a very valid point that women of color at the not same... Not that they couldn't hang, like... Nikita and Shama can fucking hang. Like oh, 100%, 100%. And that that's not taking any strength it, away from it's, them. It's not that. It's that everything posed, every question posed to them is going to be out of bad faith. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not to learn anything <coughs> from them. It's not to have an actual conversation. It's just to be openly aggressive towards them. When you put... Okay, now I'm getting them confused. Speak out Seattle, save Seattle. Save when Seattle. you put one of the, the S's yes. in, the, in the mix... Then it becomes that discourse. It's, yeah. And yeah. I mean, even just looking, I mean, Sean's zinger was a zinger because it was received that way in the room. But like, it wouldn't have been a zinger if Shama and Nikita were in the room. Right. And exactly. it's like, and it's like a legit thing. And like, I mean, I'm sure he meant it tongue in cheek, but like, it's a legit question. The fact that it was true with such like hysteria. Um, and exactly. then he still, and then he still had to like be like, no, it's actually like, See, but that, that's the thing, though. It's like I agree with everything that's been said, but at the end of the day, what we are speculating, which we're probably right about, are the type of questions that Shama and Tammy would have gotten are the actual questions that Sean received. Mm-hmm. Sean didn't get any policy questions. Sean's yeah. questions were shaped in a way that was not constructive dialogue no it just got you and and sean and sean out of those three i just want to point out is the only black person Mm -hmm. a black man at that in a district where a pregnant black woman was shot and killed by police that he is charged to represent if elected and i think that has to matter Mm -hmm. it does you know and i think him deciding to go and participate in the spot form i disagree with I I would have liked to see more solidarity and a better scheme and plan out of the three progressive candidates. That they, part. They, <laughs> it's that part. It just mm-hmm. didn't. It was there wasn't a lot of alignment, at least publicly. I'm not in those conversations, mm-hmm. and I think there needed to have been a better strategy. But also, it was a black man who decided to go to a police uh, forum to talk about police abolition, like. Mm-hmm. That's, I, ju- I, I don't know. It's, that's, it's hard, you know, but mm-hmm. I, I can't take that away from him. I don't think we're taking that away from him. I think both can exist, right? Like, all of those things you said, a thousand percent true. But if there is an agreement between leftist people of color to, to, st- to boycott a forum, you fucking stand by that shit. If you come from organizing, you know that, like, you hold the line. And it's like, if you're going to go back on that, you fucking communicate. Because then it looks messy. So so that's what it is then, right? It's it's the way you go about it. I think that shit matters because then you end up in situations 
like you know the critique we've had of shama where it's like you're burning the left and you're burning the right i think alex is taking his seat for granted Mm -hmm. before this spock forum i think sean had an uphill battle but it was it was possible because of how hard and how brilliant he is and the good people that he has around him mm-hmm. and his staff is comprised of very fiery young queer poc mm-hmm. and i i right. respect that right. mm-hmm. Wh- which is very visible very right visible. right it's and that shit matters like who's on your team fucking matters mm-hmm. exactly yeah um but after the spock forum his I don't know if he lost anybody in D4 by going to the Spock Forum, but there, I, I think there's a case to be made that he might have gained some people. I mean, people probably think he's, like, super brave for doing that and still saying what he said. I think there's, like, a very small little pocket of folks, too, who are like, I really want to be leftist, but, like, I don't want to come off as, like, a non-serious, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, and so I feel like having him show up there gave them and maybe gave them enough of a push to be like i'm not gonna look weird at the dinner parties for saying <laughs> i voted for you know yeah know. do you yeah. think it's just a matter of exposing an act of resistance to some to a people that wouldn't otherwise see it right because mm-hmm. if he doesn't show up it's an echo chamber yeah it's an echo mm-hmm. chamber right so if he doesn't show up we would know what it means right but other people may not mm-hmm. so if he attends People will know his stance, which we know will not change. Mm-hmm. But so it's just, it's, I think it's like an, a visibility slash a little act of resistance saying, hey, we like, yeah, yeah. even though. Sure. But it's only hinging on whether or not they had a strong communication of we're not going. Right. Because that's because then if, if it's resistance, it doesn't matter because you just, you know, turn your you back. You can't go on. rogue. You can't go rogue. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When. When shit is in contention, like when lives are at stake, you can't go rogue. Mm-hmm. And if Sean went rogue from, and we don't know for sure, mm-hmm. yeah, but if Sean went rogue, that is not a good thing. And that's mm-hmm. going to hurt the movement in the long run. Um, but without knowing those things, in D4, was it a good idea for him to go? I'm leaning towards yes. And I think the caveat to that is, because of how he did and how it played out. Mm-hmm. Were there persuadables in that room? I don't know. But there are on Brandy Cruz's Twitter feed though. Mm. Yeah. You know? Interesting. Right. Or just like I mean, probably not very persuadable. But I feel like Brandy prob- I feel like people that watch local news could be convinced of it. Pretty much anything. <laughs> like do you, <laughs> no. do you show them the images yeah. enough and they're like, oh Okay, so we're all going for Sean. We're all going for Sean. Cool. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> okay, D5. D5, Deborah. And... Final answer. Anne Heidi. Davison Sattler. Oh, no, it's the Sattler race. Who's the most, like, right-wing person in any of the races. She's also just, like, not really a serious candidate. Like, she's got, like, the one issue, which is, like, housing homeless and warehouses. Um, Very antagonistic to homeless people, mm-hmm. like... To the scary degrees. Mm-hmm. Is she the one who said that we should put all the homeless people in the bankrupt Sam's Club? Yes, that is her. She's yes. Sam's Club. Wait, what? Yes. 
Yeah, she said we should that? put 2,000 yeah, homeless people like, in hum- an empty Sam's Club building in the north. With, like, minimal staff and, like... It's genocidal language, yeah, rounding people up. Yeah, right. it's crazy. It was yeah. very, very weird. Like, ugh, it gave me... Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. But that's exactly what it is. Of, like, that comes out of, like, at least one person in, in all of the districts. Or just, like... Cle- clean up the streets versus help. Yeah, and also just, yeah. like, I drive by an empty building every day, like boy shouldn't this be a solution like why are there yeah. homeless people i drive by a sam's club every day like exactly <laughs> exactly all right okay. d5 d5 deborah's gonna win mm-hmm. that's better than the other person mm-hmm. i swear to god we better have a progressive majority mm-hmm. or deborah's gonna be part of the problem mm-hmm. d6 um, Straw seems good yes versus former city council member Heidi Wills, disgraced. What's, what's that? Dan's background. He's in LA too, right? Yeah, he's a legislative aide for Councilmember Backshaw. Okay, so Michael Bryan, right, leaving council. Mob. Sad. We'll get to his voting record later. <laughs> <laughs> but who's more progressive, Michael Bryan or Dan Strauss? Okay, are we talking right now, Mob, or pre? Right now. Community? I'm talking about right now. Oh, Mob. M-O-B. People really like Strauss. Like he seems he's like a really like he. He's a good guy. I but met the thing him. Is too. Like, he's okay. a good yeah. guy. There's one thing to be to like understand the the like abstract thoughts of like being an ally and blah blah blah. But to put that into action is, I think, what we always want white dudes to get to. Right. And I've seen da- Dan Strauss has personally done that for me. Like in spaces where Ooh, I was endorsement. like endorsement. <laughs> oh, All I'm shit. saying is like a real ally spotted. I think so. I okay, mean, okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty like cool. Dan? I don't know. I haven't had that you experience like with him. That's cool. I like him, and people that I really trust love him. Okay, you know he's what? so smiley. Yeah, he's okay. Crazy. That's so irrelevant to politics, but how has he <laughs> showed up for you? Like, I was in a meeting that like the facilitator was really aggressive, like. And it was like me and my friend who's a black woman and we were extremely uncomfortable. And he was in the first part of that training with us. And then he had to go to a meeting. And so I had gone up to go get waters and then he and I passed each other and he's like, Oh, how's it going? And I was like, dude, like it's not going well. Like, I don't feel good about this. Like it's really tense in there. And he was like, Oh, and then I went back in and then he came back in. Like he left his meeting to come and sit next to me to make sure that like I was good and that like my friend was good. Um, and I never forgot that because I was like, you know, like one of my first times in a space like that. Um, this is when he was working for a council member. Yes, this yeah. is when he worked for council member Backshaw. Right. Um, the takeaway from that is okay. Let's just say it's a. Right now, we're giving him the benefit of the doubt. He seems like a good ally. The history. We'll see. And he's anti sweeps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, doesn't say directly on his page of these anti-sweeps he essentially just lists like all these solutions that could that can work for homelessness but he doesn't have a strategy of what he wants to do first right so all he's shown is that he knows the language of you know homeless homelessness solutions but doesn't really he doesn't prioritize he doesn't show an order of priority at all um, nor mentions we will stop sweeping people up, right? Interesting. 
so Dan on paper seems good. Well, he could be. He doesn't. He seems good, but he could easily not take a course of action. He'll be easier to convince than Heidi. That's what, what I'm saying. Is I yeah. I don't think anyone is. He's not Sean. He's not Shama. Mm-hmm. But I think he is not Heidi. All right, Dan Strauss. Word. Dan Strauss, please. Because he's not shitty. Says good platitudes. Will hopefully just be a continuation of the O'Brien regime. It's the Seattle the liberal. The O'Brien regime. <laughs> it's the Seattle liberal week. The cutest oh regime God, on the, the planet. <laughs> Activist classes vote for Dan. Asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Mm-hmm. Worked for Sally Bagshaw. No real promise on the website. Ask him nice some guy. questions, you know, t- let us know. All right. Mm-hmm. I love for him to respond to this episode publish and say, actually, these are the things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Tell us if if we'll if retweet it. if Dan Strauss tells us he is anti sweeps, that would be dope. Yeah. And pro head tax and pro head tax. Or like I want to hear. I definitely want to hear those out of him. D7. Andrew Lewis, the stranger described them as someone who looks like they lost their virginity on a yacht. <laughs> But someone that they endorsed, mm-hmm. and not that we follow everything that the stranger says, mm-hmm. especially now. Um, but seems to be a better choice than Google. <laughs> <laughs> seems to be a better choice than Pugil. D seven is the least interesting race on the planet, <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> We like, should try li- to spice like literally, it up. I forget it exists all the time. For, I mean, Queen it's, Anne, right? It's milk toast Seattle. Belltown, it's like downtown. Magnolia to downtown. Oh, Magnolia. It's just real. Like, Magnolia. The interrupts Magnolia Bridge, a.k.a. the bridge to hell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Andrew Lewis, we endorse him wholeheartedly, and we think he's going to be a progressive, a, a, a force for progressive change. No. Yes. <laughs> D7. We support Done. Andrew. For D7, I guess. <laughs> I think for, yes. I think for districts five and seven, Andrew and Deborah, best case scenarios. If we're playing a game, if we're counting marbles. Why would we do that? Why the if fuck? we are adding up the progressive votes when we're trying to get policy backed, mm-hmm. they are the last ones we're counting on. A council with Herbold, Tammy, Shama, Sean, Deborah, Dan, and Andrew could really fuck some shit up mm-hmm. for the wealthy elite. And it would be like fucking Blue's Clues. Like if if yeah, you kind of did any amount of like serious organizing could like move the council in very progressive ways. Yeah. They would still need like a good, but they always will. Yeah, yeah. That's what organizing right. Is for. But that yeah. council, if elected, which there is a chance, there is a fighter's chance we could have mm-hmm. that council mm-hmm. come January. Mm-hmm. With that being said, tell the people when they need to vote. November six. Mm-hmm. Ballot should be dropping eight? soon. Uh, no, I checked today. Election day is the sixth. Election Day is the 6th, which is my brother's birthday. I That's know that. That's how we'll remember it. Yeah. This is our 
inaugural first two episodes of Activist Class. We have focused on on Seattle City Council elections because they're happening right now. Mm-hmm. Ballots are dropping soon. Voting ends November 6th. Don't this forget is, to use your democracy vouchers. You can get replacement vouchers as well. Right. Get online. If you hurry the fuck up. If you have if you if you are in district three though, you gotta use real money. Yikes. <laughs> to support Shalos. Sorry. If you wanna see billionaires get taxed, if you wanna see Zuckerberg cry some more in court, <laughs> if you wanna see homeless people stop getting sweat, if you don't wanna see a brand new state of the art police headquarter bunker mansion being built on the north end. Do you want to do something about our regressive ass taxes? If you want more housing, affordable housing being built here, if you're pro transit, if you're anti too many fucking cars in this city, if you're for black and brown people, if you're anti displacement, am I missing anything? Green New Deal. Green New Deal. Bang bang. Anyway, if you're for those things, we need a vote. We ain't going to talk about hyper-local elections all the time. Probably not most of the time. It's just right now, motherfuckers. It's right now, and we need a vote. Mm-hmm. Until next time, neoliberals. <laughs> How about you start your own damn pack? Everyone's got one. <laughs> <laughs> like podcasts.